everyone, I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. My co-host Kathy King and I want to welcome you to Writing Works Wonders. We want you to feel encouraged and inspired and know the wonder of writing. We are so glad you're here with us. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Writing Works Wonders. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. We're so glad you're with us today for another exciting episode. This is going to be another special writing workout episode. Today, we continue with the fun with warm-up exercises we started last week as we prepare for the Open Mic August 27 event and the contest. But our focus will be on the short story and flash fiction. First, we want to remind you to be sure to reserve your spot for our August 27 open mic event and enter our exactly 52 word contest. All details are at writingworkswonders.com and just click contact us. You'll find the details. I am Dr. Kathy King and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my fabulous co-host, Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Cheryl, I hope you're ready to help. Oh, I am. Thank you, Kathy. And you're just as fabulous. We have a mutual admiration club going on here. Hi, everyone. Welcome. And I'm so excited about our open mic coming up. And August 27th, I hope that a lot of you will register ahead of time. If you remember last time, it went along so smoothly because we were able to tell you ahead of time when you were in the queue, we will allow people to raise their hand that day, but the more people we can have register, the better it is. And we appreciate you so much. And please remember there's no cost. Everybody can sign up, invite your friends, family, in-laws and outlaws, all of them, maybe even your pup to join the audience as well. We want to make sure that everybody's questions are answered on this topic. So please raise your hand if you have a question about the open mic. Cheryl, I can start us off with a few questions that I've been getting asked. To read on the open mic, do you have to be a published author? No, no, you don't. In fact, you can be the, a beginning storyteller. You can just do it for fun. You could be a songwriter. Come and share. And even our new writers, this is a great opportunity to try out your work, practice your public speaking. If you stumble a little bit, we edit the recording to make you sound great when we put it out on the podcast. And that we do. <laughs> yes, we do, because you have to fix us, too. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're an experienced author, it's a great way to publicize your work, get the word out there about what you're doing, and even link the recording to your own website or Facebook. Some people have also asked if they can read from their favorite story. Sure you can. We had that happen last time, and it was great to hear that. We really enjoyed it. Of course, great. you have to give the author's name of what you're reading. So the last thing is, what if I can't sign up online? Can I email or call in my reservation for the open mic? Yes, you can email. And if you aren't able to email, we do have a phone number that you can call in and we'll give that phone number and you leave a message. It's a voicemail number and we'll call you back. The email is writingworkspodcast at gmail.com. And just to announce it for a first time, the telephone number is 
0221. It's on the website as well. And we'll say it again at the end of the show. Okay, so Cheryl, you want to lead us into prompt responses? And um, anyone who would like to read their prompts, please be ready and raise your hand. Today is Friday the 13th. It's also National Kool-Aid Day. It's Left-Handers Day. And it's Blame Someone Else Day. Is Marlene got her raised yes. hand? Is she ready? Yeah, let's do yes. Marlene because we had her first. Blood by Marlene Massat. On Friday the 13th, mom screamed from the kitchen. When my brother and I arrived, mom pointed to the floor. Who's blood? I spoke quickly. No, mom, it's doctored Kool-Aid. It's not my fault. He knocked the cup out of my hand. Lefty, my brother barked. The end, and I'm left-handed. Thank you. Thanks, Marlene. We'll do Annie, then Abby. Thank you. The unlucky and thirsty lefty. I wanted to blame my sister for spilling the Kool-Aid, but I'm clumsy. It's not because of my left hand or being born on Friday the 13th, but my sister still teases me about it anyway. Why can't you be nice just like mom? The end. Thank you. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Very creative people being able to do this, I'll tell you. Abby? Okay, this is called Don't Cry Over Spilled Kool-Aid. Mom, Samantha spilled Kool-Aid on the counter, Nathan said as I walked into the kitchen on Friday the 13th. I did not. Nathan wanted to see if he could pour Kool-Aid with his right hand, even though he's left-handed. Nathan? You know what you need to do. I pointed to a nearby roll of paper towels. Okay, mom. Nathan hung his head and looked like he might cry. The end. Thank you. I'm You're hearing welcome. a common theme. <laughs> <laughs> this is Carol. Hi, Carol. Hey, Carol. Kool-Aid is to blame. Whether red or blue, orange, or green, it will turn out the same, left-handed or right, the mess is the game, no matter the color, left-handed or right, it's my new shirt that looks like the sight, gather your wits, Turn on the wash, and let's get this fixed. Very good. So let's move on to our short story workout. I hope you have your writing workout clothes on, your baseball cap or your sweatband, and plenty of water handy. We will be building our writing muscles. This will be very interactive. When you think of the 52 word contest, you might think of poetry at first, but what about short stories? We're gonna be working on not 50 words right now, not 12 words, but six words. They call this microfiction or flash fiction, six word short story. So we're gonna ask you topic of your choice, 
draft a six-word short story. I have a couple to be able to read to you folks. I drafted these this morning. I did not think I could do this, but I surprised myself. I had been holding back as we were preparing. I'll give you a couple of examples I came up with. Here's the first one. Six-word short story. Heat of summer. Dreams of January. Another one. Long walks with dog. Never alone. And then this is the story of this summer for me. Bugs bite. I swell. I leave. I've got one. Doors open. The cats are gone. Six white horses fell in mud. Oh, wow. That's vivid. <laughs> Abby? He ordered pizza. Didn't like it. Calvin? Mm -hmm. All right. Um, my sixth word story is Black and blind means double minority. Very good. Yep. Hiding again. Children in the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's ah, what, yeah. That's good. What my good. <laughs> How would you characterize these six words stories? Anybody have ideas? Have to be very simple. Yep. What else? Well, they're they're brief. You have to tell a complete story in six words, and that's what's challenging. There is something happening, definitely. Yes, there's action. Each word, uh, this is Carol. Each word counts. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's very important. Yeah. I felt like everyone we read, they really leave you hanging, wanting more. You're filling in either the backstory or what's going to happen next. Did you get that sense as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You yeah. can't tell a whole story. So. Right. So I felt like it had a certain, I think everybody did an awesome job. And I feel like it had a certain flow to it. Was it word limit? A lot of them almost had like a rhythm. A good story is going to leave you wanting more. And that's what each one of these did, was left us wanting more to see what else would come after that sentence. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. So another part we wanted to talk about is when you think about short story, there are actually five elements of the short story that most people generally agree on. And... I'm going to quiz you on these, okay? And it's going to be a group quiz. So everybody's going to pass with flying colors because you don't have to call a friend. Your friends are here. This is all fun. And I'm going to tell you up front what the five elements are. And then we're going to do like a mix and match sort of thing. So put on your thinking cap. Conflict, character, plot, theme, and setting. Conflict, character, plot theme, and setting. And those are the five elements of a short story. So rather than reading you definitions for each of those, I thought I'm going to pick two and you have to figure out which one this definition fits. It's like Jeopardy. So this definition is either character or setting. Raise your hand if you think you've got it. The location 
and time frame in which the action of a narrative takes place. Character or setting? Do we have a hand? That is a setting. I thought it was setting. Exactly. So character or setting. This is a person or sometimes an animal or inanimate object which takes part in the action. Character or setting? Chanel? Character. Hey, good Chanel. boy. We're two for two. What a team. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, now it's going to get harder. It's going to get a little trickier. You're all warmed up. I told you we were working out today. Kathy and... likes this. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got three. Conflict, theme, and plot. Conflict, theme, and plot. So CTP. Conflict, theme, plot. It's the central idea or concept of a story, conflict, mm -hmm. theme, or plot. It's an issue in which a narrative around an issue that the narrative of the whole story moves around. An issue that the narrative moves around. Stacy? Plot. Try the other one. Oh, conflict. Good. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> We're all winners here. And then it's the logical sequence of events that develops a story. Conflict or plot. The logical sequence of events. Abby. Okay, the sequence, that's the plot. There you go. That was the key word. I was trying to stress it. These are the ones that we get kind of tangled a little bit because they're, they all relate to time across the story. They're involved with time. But the conflict, the key word is issue. And theme is a central idea or concept. But that's not the issue. That's not the part that has to get pulled apart and resolved, right? And the plot is related to sequence. If it's helpful, I can put these definitions in the show notes and on the website for folks so that you can look at those. It's really helpful to know these different parts of a short story. We're familiar with short stories. We love reading them probably because they're nice and short. And it's interesting to go back and then pull them apart and say, okay, who are the characters? We can get that. Where's the conflict? What's the setting? But what's the theme? What's the central idea? And what's the sequence of events? That's the plot, right? And a lot of times as writers, if we weren't trained in writing, we just might write the short story and include all of that. We don't even realize it. But as we improve our craft, we begin to focus on these different elements more and more and learn more about them. So we thought that would be a fun place to start, beginning to talk about this. When they define flash fiction, they have all these names for it that we're saying here. Flash fiction, microfiction, sudden fiction, short, short stories. Mm -hmm. um, they talk about that. And these are things that we picked up as patterns in it. Every sentence, every word is important in revealing the message to the reader. And the short fiction, this very short piece, should also hint at a deep backstory, which isn't even there. And that's what we saw that we innately knew to do that when we tried to create those six word ones. We just did the flash fiction. Are you ready to try another one? We're going to suggest an eight-word flash fiction, but I'm going to give you a topic this time. Are you all staring at the cell phone or the computer? All right, you're waiting. Here We're all just anticipating, Kathy. There we go. Eight words, flash fiction, 
about music. Eight words about music. Anything you want, but just eight words. Say that poetry is music in words. All right. I love to sing and play the guitar. Okay, so love the beat. Rhythm makes my heart soar. Carol. The string broke on the opening bar. Oh, wow. Kim. Mm -hmm. uh, Hello. Tell me a story. Sing it to me. But here's my uh, music, sometimes soothing, sometimes raucous, melody of the soul. Nice. Mm -hmm. Calvin Thompson. Music is a universal language we all understand. All right. Mm -hmm. And lastly, Stacy. I like to dance when the music plays. Nice. Thank you. Very nice. Your hands are clear. Very nice. Okay. Thank you. There's one more hand. <laughs> it's me. Oh. <laughs> I think people will identify with this one. That's why I wanted to read it. All right. Loud music plays all night. I never sleep. <laughs> We've uh, all been uh, there. Maybe because it's too much racket. That's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Loud music plays all day, no peace. How about that one? <laughs> yeah. Loud music plays all day. I can't write. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. <laughs> Some of you have done short stories. We have these five elements of short stories. In your experience, what part of the short story is most difficult? What's the most challenging part for you folks? Is it plot? Is it the setting, scenes, developing characters, any of that? Who said the that? Themes, Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie, why is that? You have any idea? Well, it's a matter of, you know, like putting them all together, you know, making sure. Go ahead, Annie. Uh, for me, it's getting from the middle of the story and that bridging piece to the end. If you think of a story you know, that has a beginning and has a middle and has an end, and usually my problem isn't isn't the beginning, you know, and it's not the end. It's that middle piece. It's that bridging piece that brings everything together and hooks all the all those elements you were talking about. It, it you know gets the theme to flow. It puts all the plot elements together. It gives you this big wave before the crash at the end, and that's what I struggle with. Like all of those. I'm getting everything together. To me, it's like a big braid and I'm braiding and I'm braiding and I'm braiding and I get to the end where it's finally done. That's how I think of it. Oh, I like that image. What a great image. And I haven't written that many short stories, but it's I have the idea, but keeping it small enough, keeping it, the, it concise and cleaning up the words and making sure it's just going in the direction. And also... I do have a question. Is there a word count, a number of words that short story always falls within particular parameters? Based on what I did research about, looking at different handbooks and all, they have all different numbers for it, Carol. Part of it depends <laughs> where you're submitting. Yeah, some of it depends okay. where you're submitting. And even like oh, for okay. flash fiction, micro fiction, et cetera, depends on what right. source you're looking at what they define those as, how many words. Okay, so, so. it depends. Okay, so it depends on yep. the submission, wherever it's yes. going. Okay, thank you. That's yep. helpful. Thanks. Yeah. Rachel. 
Hi, um, I just have a question. Can you by chance find short stories like you just mentioned? Can you search for that on YouTube? And then my next question is, when you go to write these short stories, do you have to necessarily stay on topic like you would a one paragraph when you write like a paragraph or no? Thank you. Yes, some short stories would be available to listen to on YouTube. There's also, I'm going to mention in a little bit, some podcasts that are only short stories, and you can actually submit your short stories to them based on the genre, like mysteries or fantasy or young adult. And so I'm going to share that information. So there's podcasts even of short stories, some of them that I really enjoy. There's magazines that are even on Bard that are short stories that we'll talk about. And as far as staying on topic, I think you're talking about the structure of an essay or a paragraph. And when you're writing a short story, you've got to look at it as multiple paragraphs. Like a couple of people have said, you have to look at instead of just the structure of one paragraph and staying on topic, you're looking at several, let's say 15 paragraphs. How do they connect? Stringing them together in a logical sequence to incorporate the critical elements to tell your story. Does that help, I hope, Cheryl? The paragraphs do not have to be long right. paragraphs. They don't have to be long, and that's how you can change your thought process. Yes. You have Abby Taylor with her hand up. Hey, um, I would just like to recommend, a, you were talking about podcasts about, that deal with short stories. I'd like to re recommend a couple of others. There's one called Selected shorts, and this is live readings. Well, they're not; they're they're recorded live from Symphony Space in front of an audience, and they're usually different narrators reading certain short stories by different authors. And some of the narrators are actors that you might have seen on TV or not. And then the other one is called the Moth, M O T H, the yes. Moth. And yeah, these, yes, and these are actually mm -hmm. true stories that people are just mm -hmm. telling to an audience. Yeah. But, you know, I think these are great ways if you need to know how, if you want to know how to write short stories, in the best way is to read them or listen to them being read, you know, to get an idea of how they're formed. And that would answer a lot of questions about whether you need to stay on topic. And so that was all I was going to say. Thanks. Thank you. And those are both podcasts. Selected shorts. Okay. So those are both podcasts and we can get podcasts not only on the web, not only on your cell phone, your smartphone but also with Lady A and Google Home. We really want this to work for all of you. That's part of what this podcast is about, is helping people with that have different technology issues, writing issues, et cetera, be able to write more. So the other podcast I was talking about, and these are ones you can actually submit short stories to. I've been listening to this one. It's called Escape Pod, Escape, like out of jail, Escape. Escape Pod, all one word. I've been listening to this for 15 years. And it is science fiction and it is fabulous. And it's written by people all over the world. They submit them. They actually get paid if their work is accepted. And then it's read aloud by a narrator on the show. And so I highly recommend Escape Pod. And then they have some other ones related to it. The group is known as Escape Artists escape artists and so they have escape pod which is science fiction they also have a fantasy series and they also have a young adult series so if you look up escape pod you'll find all of these if you look up escape artists you'll find all of them 
but they're all short stories that are available via podcast or the web or your smartphone or Alexa. And you also can write and submit to them for your story to be selected. And they give you all the submission requirements there. So these are great outlets. Another one that I want to suggest is the Ellery Queen magazine that is also available through Talking Books, Bard, MLS. This is a magazine that's available to us. It's been around for years. It was even started by Agatha Christie and other famous mystery writers. It focuses Mm -hmm. on mysteries and especially detective stories. Ellery Mm -hmm. Queen magazines. And I'm going to post their submission page online for the requirements. They mostly take short stories, but sometimes they'll publish one or two short novels across the year. And you can listen to all of these for free if you have access to NLS Talking Books. So those are sources, like Abby was saying, to not only listen, so you can get the idea of what's going on with short stories, but you also can submit to. I also wanted to mention this opportunity. Think about association newsletters or like ACB affiliate newsletters. Council of Citizens of Low Vision International, cclvi.org, has vision access publication, and it comes out every two months, and you can submit articles there, probably would be related to vision issues, but you can submit stories there. It's vision.access at cclvi.org, but all that's on their website. And then another example is Florida Council of the Blind. They have the White Cane Bulletin. But check the affiliates within ACB and other associations that you know of. They have newsletters. And I'll tell you, most newsletter editors are looking for good content. So that's another place to practice your writing, write for the audience and the needs they have, and be able to get published and get your work reviewed and get some feedback on it, etc. Another chance is for anthologies, and anthologies is where several stories are published together in one book, and so you want to watch for calls when they put out the word, advertisement, emails, announcements in like the writer magazine, or publish authors, or poets and writers, get on those email lists, and you'll see that different groups are getting ready to accept possible submissions for an anthology. And it might be usually on a theme or it might be an open call and they'll have specifics about how long or how short your submission could be. But these are all really great opportunities for beginning for writers that are developing their writing to have its goals. And even me, I've published many, many books, but I still publish in these areas because it lets me write shorter pieces keep my writing sharp and get other people Mm -hmm. to give me feedback on it. You know, part of the growing process. Who's next? Ann Harrison. Hey, everybody. This is Ann. And hey, and I just wanted to mention Readsy. I mean, for those of you who have internet access, it's R-E-E-D-S-Y.com. Yeah. They have email free lessons. They have a short story writing lesson. You can either either study uh, read through online or you can get it each lesson in your inbox every day they have several of them and one of the things that they said and I've heard other uh, read other 
females wear the short, they were talking about short stories. Start your story with the conflict. The writing prompt for next week so that people have it. And again, it's posted on our website under contact us. You'll be able to see that. It's 75 words. You can submit it online by email or by phone. Imagine you are your favorite animal. Discuss a recent adventure from their point of view. Your short story will be limited to 75 words. And if you like, it might be the start of your story that you read aloud at the open mic. All opportunities to participate in our contests, writing prompts, and open mic are available via our Contact Us portal on the writingworkswonders.com website. Just click Contact Us. Thank you, everyone, for making this a helpful and inspiring episode today. Be sure to visit the website for these show notes, resources, and bonus episodes 21 and 22 about podcasting for authors and successful submissions. You will also find many opportunities to write and participate in Writing Works Wonders events. As usual, our episode archive, fabulous author resources, and other content are available at writingworkswonders.com. All opportunities to participate in Zoom calls, etc., are available there as well. We also have a donate button, which gives you several ways to help us pay our technical expenses. We're fortunate that all our staff volunteers their time and skills, but you can keep the servers humming with a small donation. Thank you for considering that. You may contact Cheryl and Kathy via the contact page, email us at writingworkspodcast at gmail.com or phone at 347-467-0221. We want you to be encouraged, inspired, and enjoy the wonder of writing. We look forward to being with you again next time. Thank you for joining us today at Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to spend time with you. Now tap on that button that says subscribe so you will not miss our show. We also have a donate button and that's to help with the expenses that Kathy and I incur in order to keep this show and podcast going. There's a link there that you can tap on that will take you directly to our website at www.writingworkswonders.com. There you will find all the information we talked about today along with show notes and so much more. We want you to feel encouraged and inspired to know the wonder of writing. And until next time, our friends, keep on writing. expressed on ACB radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.